Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. My secret has always been to run to the opposite direction from where my competitors are going. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners, just like you, rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Well, today I have a conversation with one of my favorite people in the world, Phoebe Ritacchio. Not only have we become friends, but she's a brand ambassador for my new company called Rise Up Creatives. If you don't know what that is, okay, little ad here, riseupcreatives.com. Check it out. Yep, yep. All right, hey, back to Phoebe. All right, that's the point of this episode. Phoebe is the CEO and owner of Hello & Co Cinema, the hottest wedding videography company in the Manila, Philippines. In Manila, which is the Philippines. And why do we call it the Philippines? I don't understand that. That's like the, the United States in United States in the, yeah, maybe. Okay, I'm not sure. Geography was not my major. But Phoebe's major, see what I did there? Transition, Phoebe's major was in communication arts. And she finished that degree and she was kind of jumping around from job to job, felt a little bit lost. Eventually, she brought together a mix of her passion for all things creative and her entrepreneurial go-getter spirit into the wedding industry. She prides her company, Hello & Co Cinema, in crafting honest and untemplated wedding films. And she enjoys meeting new couples every day. Of course she does, because she and her team have captured more than 600 weddings in the past seven years. That is crazy. Do the math. That's almost 100 weddings a year. So in this episode, you're going to hear how she got into the wedding industry, how she manages all things in her business, and her advice if you're interested in getting into the wedding industry as well. Now, before we jump into this conversation, I want to ask you to spread the word about Inspiration Rising. If you love what you hear, whether it's in this episode or other episodes, tell a friend. Say, hey, I've been listening to this new podcast. All right, it's not new. We're 180 episodes in. I've been listening to this awesome podcast that's called Inspiration Rising. Tell them to check it out on their podcast app. Just type in Inspiration Rising, boom, pops up, hit subscribe, and enjoy all the audio inspiration that you can handle. All right. Let's jump into my conversation with Phoebe Ritacchio. Phoebe, welcome to the show. It is great to have you. Thanks for taking time to hang with me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me here. 
Okay, I want to hear the story of how you got into the wedding videography business. Okay, so wow, that's a very long, long story, actually. We've very got time. Go, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, the reason it's very long because I think how I've lived my life so far and how I've progressed in my career is that I go with the flow with things and just make those work for me. So, but anyway, let me get started with that. So I graduated um, from college, uh, communication arts degree. And that is where I learned film and learned to love it. So actually, while I was studying, I was modeling. And then I was trying my best over there. And then most people would know me as a model. Yeah, um, I've, to- I've uh, Googled and I've seen lots of amazing pictures. Amazing yeah. photos. Wow. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know why that, you know, when, when it's on the internet, it's there forever, there forever. And I've even watched YouTube videos of you doing like, you know, all kinds of you like spokesperson type things. No. So yeah, basically that was my past life. Um, but yeah, cause you're, it, cause you're so old. That's of course. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but I was already like studying film that time. But to make the long story short, I met someone who contracted me to be a model. And then I mentioned like, hey, I do videos also, blah, 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 blah. And then he introduced me to someone who was starting a wedding business. And then it all kind of bloomed from there. So you see what I'm saying? Like, just go with the flow with things. And then this happened. So the next thing I knew, I was freelancing for a bunch of wedding videographers or wedding studios. And that was for two years. So were you shooting and editing or just shooting during those two years? Um, I was mostly shooting for other people. Yeah. Okay. And then what gave you the idea and the courage to start your own cinematography business? Well, during school, that was when I learned, um, you know, the basics of film and the theories. But when I was freelancing, that's where I learned the practical knowledge or the experience, even the equipment, because I didn't learn that in college ever. And I would remember like before I was starting freelancing, I was so proud, like, oh, I can do everything with this one lens. You know, I can make it cinematic, but I didn't really know. A lot of things apparently <laughs> and then when I started actually with Hello and Co it was again another you know an opportunity that just came up you know a bride just came in and then asked me if I can do her wedding and I had no idea how to handle a client but I just took that opportunity like uh, okay let's do it <laughs> and the cheap and I had a very cheap rate also back then And then that's how it started. How did you come up with the name Hello and Co? Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um, At first, my name, uh, the name of the brand was my name. So that's Phoebe Otakio Films. Is that Phoebe Otakio Video? See, I don't even remember anymore. Um, And then when, you know, people started liking it, started liking the videos, and then they asked me, oh, where do I go? What's your website? How do I contact you? Blah, blah, blah. So I tell them my name and then they're like, how do you spell that? Or (laughs) then I got so frustrated. I got so annoyed. I mean, it, it was always like that. And I was, of course, I was afraid like they might misspell it and they'll never find me again. So I thought of a name that was like the simplest name 
simplest word ever in the whole world. So Hello and Co. Cinema, that's where it came from. Amazing. Okay, so let's talk about some of the initial challenges as you got started, because, you know, a lot of our listeners are starting their own businesses. They may not be starting a wedding business or wedding cinematography business, but those initial challenges are so similar to those who are starting businesses. Walk us through some of those early days. It's been how many years now? Seven years? Yes, correct. What are some of the initial challenges that you experienced? Okay, so definitely finding my identity and growing the brand. So like I said, I was only starting to learn the technicals of making a wedding video back then. So how much more like I didn't have knowledge on the business side and how to make it grow, right? So I remember like looking at, you know, the more established videographers and the more famous ones. And I was like dreaming that someday I can be where they are or yeah, I can be where they are. But as I was dreaming about that, like inside of me, like how I have no, I have literally no how, sorry, I literally have no idea how to do that. How, how did they get there? So, um, Like, how was I going to get more clients? How was I going to attract my target market? Or who the heck is my target market? Like, sure, I have sure. No idea. So when should I start hiring people and how do I train them? So no one was going to give me that magic formula. And basically no one did. <laughs> and up until I kind of figured it out on my own very slowly. So that's why seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but now seven years in, how many weddings have you done? I've lost count because usually we do a hundred weddings a year. So I would say maybe around 600. Yeah. Around 600. That seems like an incredible amount. I mean, there's just no, I, I know that there's not, I just have never even heard of that in the United States. That is so many weddings. Is that normal for a company of your, you know, size to do that quickly? What do you mean quickly? Well, 600 weddings, 600, 700 weddings in, in like 600 weddings in seven years. That just seems un, unreasonable. It's just ridiculous. Two weddings a week? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because some, some months are very like, we call them hot months or they're very peak season. So for example, for December, we get at least like 20 weddings because, um, you know, it's a holiday month. People, a lot of Filipinos come back home and, you know, there's bonuses, more money. <laughs> so, and then there are months that totally zero. So, yeah. And what, what allows us to do 600 weddings is because we have when they edit. So the videos are already done on the day. And what's that? What's, what's same that? day. I know you've told me about this before, but a same day edit. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think we have that here in the United States. I don't, I don't, I think it's like a, maybe you're hoping for a same month edit. Like, tell me about this. What is this idea? Okay, so a same-day edit, uh, that's very common in the Philippines. Uh, this means that we will show maybe four-minute, five-minute highlights, uh, kind of video edit of the wedding at the end of the reception. So it's on the day. 
So that's crazy, <laughs> crazy, right? And to do that, we need a total of six, uh, six total crew. And so what does each crew member do? So there's at least like three to four videographers. So for my team, that's three videographers. One is like an assistant videographer, but also like an assistant. And there's a driver and then there's me who edits. A driver? What, do you, what is this? What do you need a driver for? Do you guys not don't know how to drive? No, because like we're, we're so busy. Everyone is so busy doing their thing that it's, it's you know, we're trying to reserve mental capacity. I like it. I like it. You guys are fancy. A driver. Before, wow. before when I started, like I would do everything. Like I would drive. I would edit while driving in traffic. Oh so I've been there. I've been through the struggles and I'm never going to go back. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you, do you make any final like um, touch-ups or anything after the wedding? Or is whatever gets edited on the same day, boom, that's it. Here's your USB drive. Here's your, like you're done. Um, yeah, we do still uh, make some polishes after the wedding. I mean, if if I want to, but mostly it's the final thing. I mean, really? at least and how, most of it. And how do you yes. deliver it? Um, online. And if they upgraded their package, they have a USB. They may have an additional edit that's more of like a full full video of the day, like maybe an hour long, just okay. so they can see everything. Okay. So when my wife and I got married 26 and a half years ago, I can't necessarily remember what it was, but I think it was like a couple of guys with camcorders and they filmed the entire event. And we have, I think two VHS tapes and there's this, um, uh, oh my gosh. Kenny G. Do you know who Kenny G is? The, 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 yeah. the he plays the, what is that? Clarinet or something. There's a Kenny G. Saxophone. Song. Saxophone. Saxophone. Okay. He plays a saxophone. There is this Kenny G song throughout the entire VHS tape. I mean, it's just so bad. I should, I should put it online. Um, obviously that's not the type of video that you guys create. When you say you're taking, um, a video and it's like four to five minutes at the end of the reception. That's a good way to keep people all the way to the end of the reception too. I'd want to stay just to watch the video. What type of video are we talking about here? Like what kind of describe it to me? So um, basically it's a highlights of the day. I don't know about your wedding video. Was it a long video? Like, yeah. Like a couple hours. Yeah. Long, long video. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. I get it now. So uh, our video, at least the same day edit is more of a highlights video. So we do go there like at the start of the preparation. So when they're getting ready, making up, if you're going to have a, a same day edit, it's good. We're going to be there six hours before. Six hours. Yes. Cause we because most of the I guess the moments, of course, there the, the important moments actually happen at the wedding, but there are moments during the preparations that are nice also, like you know, getting ready with the family and the friends, stuff like that, or maybe just doing some cinematic stuff. Look, looking <laughs> in each other's eyes, gazing. Not that. Because they're not yet together. Oh, that's right. They're separate. Okay, sorry. It's now, looking really pretty by yourself. Okay. 
So one of the things that I know that you advertise, that you promote is that you offer untemplated videos. I've never even heard of that word before. Like how, how, what is an untemplated video? Okay. So at Hello and Co, we pride ourselves with honest and untemplated wedding videos, as you said. So th- that means we do not follow a formula. Um, we want all our videos to be unique and not just unique, but also fitting to the couple or the client, like who they actually are. So maybe you've seen other wedding videos that is just, you know, flat or maybe even cringy or just really, it's not really fitting to them, you know. Um, We want them to have a wedding film that they know is theirs and, you know, that this is mine, this is my wedding video. And they know that this wedding film is tailor-made for them mm-hmm. and fitting to their story, fitting to their personalities. So we do not like to mold our couples to what we think is the perfect bride or the perfect groom or how should they act in their wedding. Uh, actually, we believe it's the other way around. So we should adapt to them and we should create a film that molds to them. So actually, I would say our best videos were the ones where the couple actively collaborated with us and they allowed us to get to know them on a deeper level that rather than just a transactional or a business relationship, you know, um, not just it's actually not just getting to know their preference for a wedding video, but also getting to know who they really are. How much do you get to know them prior to the wedding? you know, processing like, oh, this is who they are. This is kind of the style that we think will work for their film because it flows from who they are. Or is it more at the wedding that you're getting to know them? I would say um, getting to know them happens prior to the wedding because during the wedding, it's more of crunch time. It's more of the execution time, you know. But prior to the wedding, we do have our meetings. We get to know them. We send them a little questionnaire because of the amount of uh, clients we have or the amount of weddings we get, sometimes you don't remember. So that questionnaire is, you know, our little cheat sheet. Is that what, is what I would say? Sure, yeah, yeah. Something we could go back to like, oh, hey, they like this. They like this. Oh, oh, they like that. Or they don't like this. We even talk about that. What don't you like about what will happen in the wedding video? What, do you, what don't you want to happen in the wedding video? Or what are even like music? What's your favorite genre? So all these things we talk about and try to get um, a bit more understanding or a sure. holistic understanding of who they are and what they like. Has anyone ever said that their favorite music is Kenny G? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk, if somebody's listening today and they want to get into the wedding industry, the wedding business in some way, and there's a lot of different aspects of the wedding industry, like there's flowers, there's video, there's photo, there's officiants, there's tuxedos, there's dresses, there's uh, planners, there's everything. Right. What advice would you have for somebody who wants to get into the wedding business? Okay. So first the competition is crazy. Really? Yeah, like, of course, there are, you know, the big ones. And then there are many middle ones. And there are many, many small ones. I'm talking about in terms of the market and their pricing. 
So it's like crazy. Um, my advice is to find a way not to not get mixed into that. So and, find and a how way. How would you avoid that? Um, so my secret has always been to run to the opposite direction from where my competitors are going. So I go here and they go there. Oh, when example. I go there, I go here. Yeah. What? Give me an example of something that your competitors have done in the past and you've said, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I'm going to go do my own thing. Um, for example, like, you know, when I was starting, everyone was, you know, doing like a static, uh, just a very clean wedding video. Like just very clean. Everyone's on their tripod. Everyone's um, using their gimbal. And we still use those things, to be honest. But what our style became more of a raw kind of look, you know, film grain, handheld and stuff. So I found that when I run to the opposite direction, there's that sweet spot where my ideal clients are. And because no one else is there and everyone else is on the other side, uh, it seems like Hello and Co. would be the only solution or only choice to my ideal client's problem or what they're looking for. Sure, sure. That's really cool. So you would you would suggest that people don't get caught up. I'm I'm just making sure I hear this correctly. Don't get caught up in the competition by actually doing something really unique or really different. Yeah, because that's the only only way you're gonna stand out. If you're gonna copy, I mean, of course, everyone is really good. Everyone is really talent talented, technically sound. Their images are great. But if your images are the same images with someone else, it's going to be hard for your client to pick. Like, there's how are you going to stand out, right? Well, you're talking about for your own brand that you want to stand out from the crowd. And Mm -hmm. it seems like that you personally are looking to stand out from the crowd just in terms of your personality, your aesthetic, your hair. You've got hot pink hair. Right. Is that true? Is that intentional that you're trying to stand out from the crowd or you're just like, Hey, I'm just being me. I think it's a little bit of both or it is both because I, myself, I value my individuality a lot. So, um, I like to be unique on my, even in my personal life. Like, I guess that's how I also, um, that's how it transitions transition to the business. Like I like to be unique. I like my work to be unique and I like my clients to be unique. So I find clients who want to be unique as well. Would you say that people in your life would consider you to be a little odd, a little weird? Mm, hmm. My parents would say like, they really hate my, <laughs> like, they really hate my pink hair. Actually. They're like, why don't you be normal? Like the celebrities and have brown hair instead. Beauty is simplicity. Blah, blah, blah. They do not um, say beauty is simplicity. No way. They did. Who says that beauty is simplicity? What the heck? When you're in a traditional Filipino family, yes, they will say that. <laughs> that is so funny. How many other cinematography company owners in Manila have uh, colored hair? Let me see. I think there's a couple few others, but very few. And actually, most of them are male. Oh, really? Yeah, 
female bosses at least. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, would you, uh, did you, um, how should I say this? Did you encounter any, uh, roadblocks or challenges because you were a female in a primarily male dominated cinematography business? I don't know if this is, uh, you know, what's that? The sexist, but this is personally for me. Like, I think my female personality or my being female, I'm not as good with the, with the equipment, like with the technicals. I don't know if that's a sexist thing to say, but that's me. Like, I get really frustrated. I get really overwhelmed with gear. Like, what is this thing for? Or when something is broken, like, oh my God, I hate it so much. Let's just buy a new one. But I didn't have to. Like, I can just like screw something on and it's already fixed. So at least like my staff helps me with that. <laughs> helps me those th- with those things. But in terms of just being the business, it's actually been an advantage. Because the clients are mostly brides. They're famous, right. you know? And they love it that I understand them. I understand the emotion that they have, that maybe some other people or some other uh, competitors don't really focus on. They, they, they focus on the look. They focus on the technicalities, the, if it's 4K, 1080p, 30p, 24p, all those stuff. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, But I'd rather focus on just the beauty, not just the the visuals. Yes, the visuals, definitely. It's very important. But also the beauty of the feelings you feel when you watch it. And um, what's interesting is I know you just got engaged. And so now you are going to be filming your own wedding? Is that what's going to happen? No, uh, I'm not filming my own wedding because that's going to be too hard. And I want my crew, my staff to enjoy as well, the celebrations. I'm just going to get someone else who's maybe similar or maybe understands me. (laughs) I don't know. That is going to be a tough choice to uh, narrow somebody down to hire, right? Yeah. Uh, I would not want to be the one filming your wedding. Whoa, no <laughs> way. You could not pay me enough sure. team. Jeez. Um, hey, you've actually been a part of the Rise Up Business Academy um, for a while now. And so I want to just hear from you about how that's um, particularly benefited you personally or benefited your business in any way. Okay, so um, though I'm no longer at the startup stage when I started, like I that was just last year. So I was already in my seventh year. So I was actually in the middle of things. Um, I did still get a lot, like super a lot out of Rise Up Business Academy. So it has allowed me to step back and see my business in a different perspective. Like, you know what they say when you're too much like inside of your business and you're running it, but you actually have no mental or even time anymore to actually grow your business, right? So it's actually what you said, you know, in one of our um, one of our sessions that it's like you're inside of your own business maze, and I'm there. I'm trying to I'm lost, trying to find my way, and I make decisions here and there, and then I make mistakes, and then I have to go all the way back to do it all over again. So yeah, so 
Ruba or Rise Up Business Academy has given me a boost, you know, and has allowed me to rise above my greatest business barriers and see my business in a macro perspective. So rather than meander with the details inside the maze and not knowing where to go. So it has opened my eyes uh, to strategies that I have used to grow my business and my audience. So these things, like I said, I had no idea how to do before or that I even needed to do them. So um, what I particularly love was how the growth and the learning started from the inside out. So it started with mindset and learning how to appreciate my strengths and the superpowers that we, you know, we figured it out together and finding a way to work around uh, my weaknesses. So, for example, like you made sure, David, that I was in the right mind and the right heart before beginning any business strategy. So we worked our way from the inside out. So we didn't start with Facebook ads before you made sure I was all good with my branding. And we didn't start finalizing the branding before you made sure I was all good with how I feel about myself and my business goals. So I really super appreciated going step by step with you. Mm. How would you, um, for somebody who doesn't know me and my own kind of consulting or coaching style, how would you describe that? Well, David, you are honestly full of wisdom and I'm so grateful for you. Like um, you taught me to work smarter, not harder, like super important. You opened my eyes to maximize my strengths and my resources rather than just like struggle with my weaknesses forever and ever and ever, you know, and you have empowered me to think of creative ways to solve my problems or challenges like when when you when you give me an idea, it's like an aha moment for me, or like, hmm, I've never thought about it that way before, because no one has done it that way, but yet that doesn't mean it will not work. So just creative solutions is what I love about um, during our consulting sessions, you know, mm-hmm. and you have this innate intuition where you just get it. Um, you, you understand what I'm going through as a business owner and you're not closed off in doing things or solving things just one way or what you, what you are used to, you know? And again, you see situations in both the macro and the micro perspective. I just love your wisdom, your openness, your gentleness as a mentor. Like, I'm so thankful for that, for even meeting you. <laughs> I am super thankful for meeting you without a doubt. Phoebe, you are incredible. I um I'm so thankful to have met you and um I just believe in you. You are you're an incredible businesswoman who is um building a business. You're I mean you're 7 years in but you're just getting started. You know, the potential is is huge. You're so young. Um I mean you could be just you're going to have an empire. You, you are going to have an empire in the Philippines. Look out. Um, yeah, I just I just admire what you're doing. And your your films are incredible. They're absolutely incredible. Um, for people to watch some of your films and ultimately hire you 
to do their wedding in the Philippines or anywhere else in the world because you're willing to travel when the pandemic allows us to travel. Um, how should people check out some of your films? Where's the best place? Okay, so you can go to our website, our very easy to spell website at helloandcocinema.com or our Facebook and Instagram, which is Hello and Co Cinema. Awesome. So we'll have all those links, of course, in the show notes, or you can swipe up on your phone now and click the link. So Phoebe, thank you so much. It is great to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. I super enjoyed our conversation. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949 949- 401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.